podcast listener, even if you are alone in your entrepreneurial journey, know that today, right now in your earbuds, you are joined by thousands of entrepreneurs from all around the globe seeking to grow better, more profitable, location-independent businesses. If you'd like to learn more about what we do and download our entire back catalog, check out tropicalmba.com. Ian, I wanted to put aside some time to do an episode for the listeners about this book that we've been working on basically since you told me that I should go write a book. Well, actually, you didn't say that. You said, we should write a book, but you probably shouldn't do it because you've been pretty bad at that. Historically, (laughs) we should hire somebody to write a book. But then the budget that you gave me to write the book with, this is a nice distillation of how our business relationship ultimately works in the end, I think. So you encouraged me to like follow this idea and I'm all hyped about it. But then you give me a budget. <laughs> and so I take this budget to the town and I try to get something done with it. And at the end of a few weeks of searching, I realized that I was the only person willing to work at this price. <laughs> For that number. It's interesting that you say that because that we all like remember our version of the story. Okay. For me, like I remember the budget being like huge. I was like, oh my, like pfft. I think a lot of people would do this for that money. You were like splashing out. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, it was the most money I could imagine it taking. And I was like, yeah, just spend it all. This is going to be great. Because <laughs> I believe in the idea of what the book is about. Tell us a little bit about what we decided to write about and why we decided to write. So first off, let me just do the marketing out of the, at the beginning. So we're going to be giving an opportunity for TMBA listeners to read the book for free. So folks that are TMBA diehard fans... We want people to read the book. This isn't a business venture, right? You know, we really felt like we wanted to share this story with people. So if you're on the mailing list, tropicalmba.com slash subscribe, we're gonna do this thing where like when the book opens up on Amazon, I think they give you a window to download the book, you know, pre-order or download or whatever. If you want to know about what's going on with the book sales process, get on the mailing list. That's my pitch. Now, the story of the book. Let me start off by saying there's this author. There's one book on Amazon that exists. His name is Bo Burlingham. He's going to be on the pod next week. And he said something to me startling while I was in the process of writing this book. He said he's one of the few people who's like really looked into entrepreneurs selling their businesses, you know, how they have successes and how they can screw it up. And really, this is for every entrepreneur. It's about envisioning your future. You know, one of the pet titles for this book, Ian, was Everybody Exits. Whether it's like through tragedy, through something bad happening, something good happening, something mediocre, like everybody's going to exit their business. You got to have a plan for this. You know, it'd be sort of crazy not to. But so many of us don't. We're optimists, we're builders, you know, we don't plan for this stuff. We don't think it through. What ended up happening, according to Bo, is that for entrepreneurs that exit their businesses, 50% he estimates, of over the 100 that he spoke with, were dissatisfied with how the process went down. And he spoke with other professionals that estimated that that was a bit of a conservative figure. And again, it's hard to find sort of data on this, right? Like these are stories that don't really get told. You know, if you sell your business for 10 million bucks or whatever, and you don't feel great about it, but you know, you got to move on with your life 
you're not going to like sit and write a book about it. Unless you're us. If you sell it for like 10 or 15 million bucks, it gets a little harder to write the book too, because you don't want to complain about something that's good. It's kind of not a smooth move. You know what I mean? It's like cry me a river entrepreneur with the amazing exit, you know? One of the things you said about Bo's book. Bo's book's called Finish Big, by the way. It might be worth reading that book before next week's episode if you got a minute. I think it's relevant for entrepreneurs, even if you're just getting started. One of the things that you said about that book was, even if you read it before you sold the business, you feel like you would have been like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Sure, this applies to these guys, but not me. Why did you think that? Why is it one of these things that you have to kind of go through at first, experience it and have remorse or regret, and then go back to the feedback and say like, oh, I should have listened to that? It might be worth just outlining briefly Essentially, the premise of the book is, and this is our book that I'm talking about, the premise of the book is that if we could go back and exit our business again, we would have done things so, so much differently. And we outline a bunch of exercises in the book that we wish we would have done. Essentially, like phone calls like this, Ian, like jump on the phone, like get a big legal pad in front of you and think through your life and your business. And we're going to make it easy for you in the book. Your question, why wouldn't have I understood Bo's book? I don't even know if I'm going to answer this right. I'll just take a stab at it. It was too wise for me in some ways. The wisdom that he shares from all these people that have been through these like really profound experiences, I couldn't relate to that at all or to understand why they were so important to understand. There's a similar experience that I had when I read Felix Dennis's book, How to Get Rich. He has this chapter hidden in the middle of the book that's really beautiful. And essentially what he says is like the quest for wealth, he believes, ruins so many people and makes them miserable. And like the wealthy aren't actually happy. In fact, they're more miserable than the average person. He goes on all these things. And he's like, but you're not going to probably believe any of this stuff, you know, because you're young, you're ambitious, you know, you think the whole world's ahead of you. And he was absolutely right. (laughs) I was reading this. I was like, look, man, you're sitting in some villa in Italy. You know, I don't want to hear this. And it's sort of similar with this exiting your business. Like it's really seen as this coronation of an entrepreneur. You read about it online and in magazines of like so-and-so exited for so-and-so. It's this incredible signaling of prestige for an entrepreneur, you know. It's also a lot of money. And so it's hard to hear a message that's like, no, no, this is like actually a very nuanced phase of your business. It's not a moment, it's not a transaction. It is a phase. And this is Bo's point. And what I've picked up through the research that I've done for this book is only one of those phases is the transaction. And there's just a whole host of other things that are going down that are difficult to recognize if you're not experienced with it. And of course, if you're not experienced with it, you hear these things and you're kind of like, I don't really understand why that's so important. You know, Essentially, the book that we created is designed to be a fun way to encounter those ideas without being presented with their complexity right out of the gate, you know? So the book is essentially designed, it's a little bit like a sugar coating around the medicine. So the thought experiments that we design in the book, they're fun for anybody. You know, some of my friends, Ian, that are college professors, they have professional careers, they're software developers, they've read this book. And Every single one of them thought it was really fun to do the exercises because they really sort of help you to think about your financial life at a broader perspective that's beyond just the numbers. 
those sort of exercise can start to help entrepreneurs, I think, to see like how much of a bigger deal an exit is than just like how many times of my annual earnings am I going to get, you know, from this transaction, which is, I think, where most of us really enter the deal or you enter the deal like, well, how much money is someone going to offer me? Is that as much money as I need? Well, if so, then yes, I will sell it. You know, the reality is, is that from Bo's research and from our personal experience, there's just so much more tied up in this process. Today, we got a brand new sponsor. Their help keeping this pod in your earbuds. Huge thanks to the Bean Ninja. Do you have anxiety about the mess that your accounts are in? Do you know your numbers? It's that time of year again, the looming tax season. Most bookkeeping professionals think an Amazon product is rainforest lumber. If you identify with any of this, we got good news for you. The Bean Ninjas is a bookkeeping service designed to take those problems and anxieties away. And they specialize specifically in online businesses, so they know what you're up to. You absolutely must know your numbers if you're going to run a profitable business. Let the Bean Ninjas keep your books clean so you can stay focused on business growth. And today for TMBA listeners, the Bean Ninjas is offering a one-hour road mapping session to help clarify where your finances are and what your next steps should be. And they're offering it today for you for a hundred bucks, which is a small price to pay to know your numbers. That's a third of their usual price. Huge thanks to the Bean Ninjas. Check them out, BeanNinjas.com. And thanks to the Bean Ninjas for sponsoring the TMBA podcast. And so when we're talking about these exercises that people go through, one of the things that I think is cool about it is that you don't have to risk really anything to do these exercises. So we had to risk a lot to sell our business. You know, we had to like think about were we happy now? Will we be happy later? How much money do we have now? And you know, how much money do we have later? These exercises were really designed to be able to go through the process of potentially selling your business without having to sell your business. Yeah. And so when you designed some of these exercises, were they designed from pain points that we experienced directly? That's interesting. I mean, the story of this podcast sort of starts at a picnic table in San Diego Bay. Yeah. When we were there and we were like thinking of starting our first business and we were really excited about it, it was like pretty clear which questions we needed to ask each other, you know? What do you want this business to look like someday? Like how much money do you want to make from it? You know, what kind of freedom and flexibility do you want the business to give you? And I think when we got to the point of wanting to sell our business, for some reason, we weren't so sure like what the questions were that we should be talking about. We weren't sure like what the fun, hey man, let, let's go grab a beer at the bar and like talk for two hours about this. We just weren't as adept at it. And so the conversation that me and you had about it, of course, we talked quite a bit, but it was a little bit more defined by the people that we talked to that were professionals in the space. Like a lot of the talks we had, they were about like, well, what so-and-so did our broker say? Well, what did our lawyer say? Well, it was a little bit more defined by not our vision for our lives necessarily. It's one thing to want to start a business. It's a whole other thing to actually have started one and then to have that responsibility on your hands. I don't necessarily think we did a bad job. I just think it would have been really cool had we had this book, basically. It would have been really fun to do these things. And 
I think that these are fun. Like these are fun ways to think about your life and your business and the possibilities ahead of you. Another thing to mention about that is just that the stakes were higher. You know, when we were selling our business versus starting our business, I think that we felt like the stakes were higher. And like you said, like somehow these like fun experiments, like I wouldn't at the time, like allow myself to have like a fun experiment. Like it was all about the business of selling it, like the business of how I'm going to feel, the business of what's going to happen to that business in the future, the business of how we're going to get paid, like all this stuff, you know? The stakes are everything. So we have this idea we want to start a new business. How many phone calls have we had like this where we have some idea for a product, maybe between 50 and 100 that we actually took action on? And right now, how many products do we have? Three. There's like 80 bad decisions. And when it comes to this decision, you can't afford to screw it up. In some ways, we didn't probably do enough due diligence in terms of like inventorying our own selves and the landscape of how these transactions happen and how they could happen for us. What these fun experiments are really designed to do is like open up that conversation in your business from day one, make it fun, and encourage readers to take on the task of entering the phase of exiting your business, which takes years, years to exit your business, if it's at any significant level, but should start from day one to make that process like you're just as passionate about that process as you are about the process of launching that new product or whatever. We have friends that are passionate about this and we learn from them, you know, and we learn from our experience and like all that we're trying to sort of get into this book. It's not really designed to be a guide. It's really designed to be a conversation starter and a way that you can sit down with your family, your friends to get some quality mentors, to get some quality professional people involved. I mean, what a fun opportunity. You're talking about like your future, what you're going to do with your life. It's cool. You know, it's complicated though. When I look back to that meeting that we had in San Diego on that park bench, one of the things that I remember from that conversation is actually being like really uncomfortable saying what I wanted for myself. Like it was this weird combination of like actually wanting things and then feeling selfish for wanting them. I remember like putting down some of like the physical things and I was like, ooh, do I really deserve that? Same thing goes with like selling the business and same thing goes with some of these experiments. It's like part of the reason why it's hard to understand why this is so important right now is because I think first you need to give yourself permission to know that it's like okay to sell your business if you want. It's okay to have these feelings of regret after you sell these businesses. It's okay to think about selling your business, although you have 50 employees, you know, and it's their future that you're selling as well. Giving yourself permission to kind of have these thought experiments, I think, Dan, is like really the first thing. And one of the things that for me, reflecting back on writing this book and some of the experiments that came through, I think the first thing, again, for me was like, you need to give yourself permission to have fun with this and to explore these ideas. And it's only after that, that you can really take them seriously. In terms of like finding a audience for this book, Ian, or a niche for it. One of the things is it's really specific in some ways. Like it really is a meditation on the idea of, you know, you're building a business, you're going to exit it some way, somehow, sometime. You need to have this conversation, like the conversation about how to get started up, how to scale. This conversation of how to exit or how to think about it is just as important. Although the book is really focused on this exit phase, I'd like to think that it can bring a lot of value to anybody in the entrepreneurial space. Listeners to this pod 
can go check it out. It's not going to be live when this podcast is live, but you can get on the email list that's going to give you early access to the book at tropicalmba.com slash book. Man, I'm really excited about this. Like writing this book was it was sort of like how I imagine it would be if I had a dissertation to do. Not a maybe a real one, but I went out there and I read so many books, so many blog posts, like sort of inventorying the collective knowledge in this space. And it truly is limited. If you're going to be entering the and any kind of exit phase or considering it, the reality is is that the materials that you get on the web, with a very few exceptions, are essentially going to be coming from professional services companies. And they, of course, benefit from you ultimately becoming their client. And even if they have the best intentions in place, that advice is A, coming from their perspective, not the perspective of the entrepreneur. And B, it's coming from the perspective of the transaction itself, which again is the process of selling your business could take a decade. And these books about selling businesses reduce it down to a transaction and how to get a good deal and how to calculate how much it's worth and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, yeah, you need to know that, but that's like a very small portion of this process where what we're really talking about is your career, your life, your wealth plan for you and your family. We're talking about your sense of purpose and service and what you do with your time and your identity. And again, getting back to what you were saying, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, maybe you don't buy it that this is really about your identity or your career or the way that you get a sense of service. I'm not going to talk about any of that crap in this book, right? Again, this book is about having fun. It's about hearing a fun story about how we almost lost a million bucks. It's about getting some fun cocktail party games that you can pull out at the next party you're at. And you can ask these questions and everybody can give their answers and it's fun. And maybe by the end of the book, you'll get to a point where you have a little bit more clarity about how you should run your business and how you can take the next steps to make sure that you can be super satisfied with your eventual exit and your plan for it. All right, Dan. So again, if you want to get the book early, if you want to get on the list, it's a tropical MBA forward slash book. I'd officially like to ask for my payday now, actually, because... Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> checks in the mail <laughs> like i said at the beginning of the show like i remembered it being a huge number but you remembered it being a small number so i think we should settle somewhere in between i think that that would be fair <laughs> look at you another negotiation episode coming your way soon <laughs> all right boss man i'll meet you in the middle on that and i hope to meet you next thursday morning 8 a.m eastern standard time see you then Hey, thanks for listening to the Tropical MBA podcast. You can go to tropicalmba.com, get access to hundreds of back episodes and all kinds of other goodies. Load up your iPod. That is the cheapest way to fly business class on your next international flight. We will see you next Thursday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time.